I am back. It's been a minute. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of That's So Neat. I'm back after a few week hiatus. Um, and our neat topic of discussion today is grief and emotions that go with grief and how we as a South Asian community handle grief and situations of grief in our life. Um, I'm joined by a co-host who's most reoccurring co-host, Amin, and we're going to talk a little bit about grief, emotions, and how we think we can change it for the upcoming generation. Um, But before I jump in, I do want to give a few disclaimers. First, that this is an opinion-based podcast, so all thoughts, opinions that are shared are mine and mine own, and they do not reflect any entity I have been will be affiliated with or I'm currently affiliated with. Um, And the second disclaimer is that we are going to be talking about a lot of grief, um, instances that have caused grief, death and dying. So if this is anything that's triggering to you, um, feel free to skip this episode um, and seek medical professional help. Um, Again, we are not um, giving any medical advice. We are just giving our opinions. So if you are looking for advice, please feel free to follow the links that are linked below in the description. Without further ado, let's jump in. Hi, Amin. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. What have you been up to? It's been a minute. Busy, man. You know, work. Um, COVID. Quarantining. Oh, maybe. No, not really quarantining. I don't know, man. Just normal stuff. COVID you know? and then COVID ended and literally a day after. I don't know COVID what's ended, going on. I, I World War Three is starting. Who knows what's oh happening God. in the world? Will Smith smacking Chris Rock across the face <laughs> on the stage. What's up with yeah, Will Smith apparently last night. Last night was last night, right? Yeah, it was uh, last night. Nice since the podcast uh, came out, Will Smith uh, slapped Chris Rock for a comedy act. So uh, not sure what that's about, but the world is a little bit kooky right now. It's a little bit of a weird place. It is. It is. Yeah, but anyways, like I had said in our introduction, today Amin and I are going to be talking a little bit about grief and grieving and how the Desi community is kind of lost the plot a little bit of how to grieve and like how to let others grieve um so what like obviously this is stem out of like personal stuff that's happened one thing I've noticed and when I first dealt with death or loss or the biggest thing because it's not always about death when you grieve you can grieve a loss of like a friendship or like just because you stop talking there's so many things with grief right divorce whatever it may be but this and specifically, I think I first felt grief in grade 10 when my cousin passed away. And I remember during that time, it was a very high profile thing because she was actually um, killed on New Year's Day. So it was really big here in Calgary when it happened. Um, that's the first time I ever dealt with death. And it was such a confusing thing for me because being from a Punjabi house, we never talked about it. People died before that, but I was a kid, right? So I was never taken to funerals. I was never talked. These people just disappeared. Like in my mind, these people just went and I had no idea what was going on. So this is something that I feel in our South Asian community and especially the Punjabi community that's significantly lacking because there's no awareness on it. So now we're in a generation of like, now obviously we're getting older grandparents are getting older people are getting older and we're losing more people from our lives but 
we ourselves don't know how to deal with grief because we were never taught that. And then now we don't know how to teach our children about grief. What do you think, uh, Amin? Yeah, that's uh, that's a very heavy topic, actually. Yeah, it's not uh, that light. We'll try to make it light. I mean, we'll try to make it light, but I think it's something that needs to be talked about, right? Yeah, like it, when it comes to emotions, living in a brown family, it does it. It doesn't really exist. Like you're never mm-hmm. taught how to feel, mm-hmm. um, how to express yourself. Um, and grief is it is one of those emotions where it's really hard to. Doesn't matter which end you're on, if you're on the receiving end, right? Yeah. Or on the, uh, the other side, it's uh, it's hard. You, like it's hard to approach it. Hard to yeah. even begin. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where we uh, really get stuck. Let's say. Yeah, and I don't think people truly even understand what it is. Like automatically, we think of grief and we think sad, right? Depression, whatever it may be. However. It can also be things like physical effects. You can feel numb. You can feel lost. You can actually be really angry sometimes too. And then again, the loneliness and isolation. However, when it comes to grief in terms of the death and dying sense, one thing that I'll I'll never understand is of source. Okay. I understand, of course, people come to pay respects, to show you that they support you, that they're there for you. However, I don't think Desis understand boundaries when it comes to emotions. Like we had just stated, we think it's just feeling sad. However, this person might feel angry that this happened, right? So how do you know if that person is in the emotional capacity or has the emotional capacity to receive the support? Also, who are we to think that they need support as in us showing up at their door and being like hi we're here now please tell us exactly what happened when a family is grieving a loss of a loved one automatically people come to the house which can be a good thing because again the family doesn't feel alone however after the funeral boom everyone's gone and so that family has been numbing the pain and then all of a sudden they have to feel it after the funeral yeah. Right. Because people don't come. So Absolutely. it's one of those things of like, as a family, when people do come, you have to keep reliving it. Right. So you have to keep explaining what happened in the situation, how it went down, what, like they were sick, they were not sick. It was unexpected. It was expected. This family is going through a traumatic experience and us coming over and asking these questions, we're making them relive that traumatic experience. Um, I think the first reaction with Desi people is always like, oh, this person needs help. Right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, if somebody mm-hmm. feels anger, somebody feels a certain type of emotion, you can't understand by their face, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're not expressing it very well. Um, sometimes reaching out is not the right idea. You know, yeah. like some, some, sometimes people just need their space. Mm-hmm. Um, we all we all react differently to different things, right? Yeah. Um, in terms of how to fix that or how to correct it, like you said, the food is served by the family that is, is grieving, right? Um, yeah. There should be some support on that end, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of having another family member or friends or something that are doing that personal work so they don't have to constantly be carrying that uh, load, yeah. for instance, right? Yeah. Um, so that, that's one thing, I think, for sure. Right. And like, even like, if you look at white, the, this is like predominantly white television shows, like, but within their community, you'll often see that like, 
people bring over pie or food or something like flowers. That in a way is, I think, more appropriate because you're doing something to help that family. So it's like, hey, here's some food. I'm coming over to pay my respects, but I also brought you supper. So you don't have to worry about cooking supper, right? I think it's a it's a different mentality of like, yeah, we know that you're grieving. We're here for you. How can we help? I think that's the biggest thing our generation can possibly do to change moving forward is reaching out, texting the people being like, hey, we're thinking about you. We heard about your loss. We're so sorry. How can I support you? I think just knowing you have people out there that are thinking about you, that will care about you um, and be able to be there for you, that in itself for a family who's grieving is enormous, right? It's not you necessarily need to show up at the door and start pitting because pitting is okay. The concept of pitting for Caucasians that are listening is like, women seriously come to the house and start slapping their thighs or like their chest or their face and like actually physically self-harming themselves to show how sad they are about a loss and if anything that's terrifying like I remember seeing that the first time and being like oh hell what's happening here right have you seen it, Elman? Have you seen Buriya do that where they pit? Um, not in Canada. Oh, no. I have. I've, I've seen it. I've seen it, but not here. Anyways, from people that I've been around, anyway. Um, oh yeah, that is very. Um, you get shocked when you see that stuff. You're like, <laughs> what's going on? Like, you don't understand. You're you're already confused as it is, mm. and you put in into this this space where it's like there's another thing coming out of it. Like, what is going on here? Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to. Should I say something? Should I not say something? Um, who should I talk to? Like, should I just back off? Should I just be quiet? You know, like my instant reaction in any of these cases, I always just go quiet. I go numb. Like, I, I don't know. I actually, I'm, I'm very bad at um, grieving or like supporting someone in, in terms of grieving. Yeah. It just, I don't know what to do. And that comes back to that stuff. It's just these odd little um, cultural things we've been yeah. taking along or, our journeys for this many years but i don't know we got to drop that stuff up. i think i think the biggest thing is that like we don't know how to express emotions there's a different way of consoling emotions rather than saying don't do that and i always say this in all of like my uh, therapy sessions with kids uh, to families when i'm coaching them never scold a child for feeling the way they feel right if a child's feeling scared identify that if a child's feeling sad identify that child feeling um, out of place, nervous, anxious, identify that. Because if we tell them that these things are abnormal, they're not going to know how to express them. Same thing when it comes when you're dealing with loss of a loved one. A lot of people think kids can't, you can't talk about death or dying to kids. It's actually very appropriate to address it, but being subjective about it and not being scared to show emotions in front of your kids, right? If someone passes away and they're very close to you, you can just say, you know what? Mom and dad are sad because so-and-so has died or so-and-so is dead. Being objective about it and telling them why you're crying or feeling a certain type of way opens the door of communication where we can start accepting these emotions. So when we move or our kids move forward, they're not scared of showing their emotion. Um, yeah, in terms of like, I think talking it out is really important, but we we don't do that. And mm-hmm. Like I've said, brown family, Desi family, we, we don't have that conversation, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, 
I don't know. It's it's difficult. Like your parents don't teach you what to say. Right? No. And then how and how do you approach them? How do you talk about it? Right? Yeah. Like I've I, I think I've learned from other people or movies or other 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 forms maybe. And I'm the one that starts the conversation. I don't want to be the first person to start it because I'm already in like a bad spot myself. Yeah. Right? But yeah. Yeah. That's I think that that's it's a learning curve right now it's yeah. gonna take a while it put it, it it's really put us as a generation in a very weird spot because we don't know how to address it anymore and i think because we're more cognizant because i think our parents were taught more fear so a lot of our parents actually fear death a lot and a lot of people have the fear of death it's not like it's a bad thing to have however i feel like us as a generation and i don't know if it's just me because i'm weird but like we're more comfortable talking about things like we're more comfortable talking about like being organ donors and we're more comfortable talking about things of like what we want done if like a situation occurred and god forbid it was something someone needed to make a decision for us based on where we are with our medical condition or whatever it may be and our family like i remember i've gone yelled at multiple times from my parents for having these conversations like oh i don't think i'll let me go to be like why not why not why can't i tell you what i want to happen yeah no there's a lot of stuff like that a lot of conversations uh was health related death related um the only stuff they want to hear is like it's school or it's work yeah and that's if you're getting married yeah like what's what what about other stuff that's important you know like i thought wealth is health i thought health is wealth sorry (laughs) wealth is health is wealth both um there's there's so many things that happen in our own like groups and mm. it's it could be terrible but they'll never talk about like oh nee, nee. what things like what yeah like, like we are not going to talk about it it's almost like they think out of sight out of mind yeah exactly but that's the worst way to be because that fucks us up we don't know what to do in the future we don't know how to process these things we don't know how to talk about thankfully I have a good solid group of people that I know I can go to and have these conversations. And I've done a lot of research myself just through schooling of, okay, what does this mean? Because if I go to myself when I grew in grade 10, when I first dealt with it, I was fucking lost because they're saying, don't talk about it. And in that situation, it was all over the news. So it's all over the news. What am I supposed to do? Turn off the TV. Like this is my person that's on the TV that people are all talking about. But at home, we can't talk about it. Yeah. Right? So it's it's really weird. I think that was the biggest hit for me. And that's when I was like, okay, I need to actually start understanding what it is, understanding what we can do as a community, and like some of the problematic stuff of what we can change. And I think the biggest thing is, one, as you said, talk about emotions. Let's change this of source process that we do. And then, again, like, not out of sight out of mind like let's talk to our kids about emotions being okay i mean were you ever allowed to feel anything other than happy in your life <laughs> i don't know um <laughs> you know I, okay my, i'm not gonna lie my parents are ruining me in a way uh, <laughs> all of our parents you, in a way you know, i i don't know that i can't i can't <laughs> i can't tell you if if, if there's ever been any other emotion like i honestly if, if say something like that stuff ha- has happened to me in last mm. like say six months mm. um i I don't want to be in a group of people just talking about what happened. I don't want that. I want to yeah, be alone. Just either. leave me alone yeah. for a while. Like, don't talk to me for a week. Don't talk for a month. Like, just, mm. I don't want people s- s- sending a message. Like, are you okay? Like, I don't want that stuff. Mm. Um, and, and maybe that's, 
that's because my parents the way they were taught they taught me and or i don't know if they taught me anything it's just it just went through, through the motions or something yeah right? yeah um, i was always i was always um my family always called me overly sensitive because i was a very emotional kid i'm still an emotional person that's just who i am but I was always told, like, oh, like she's so emotional all the time. But it's like, what was wrong with that? I was almost always made to feel um, ashamed of being very in tune with my emotions. I am a very emotional human being. Like, I'm very emotional. <laughs> That's one thing that everybody knows about me. I laugh a lot, but I also will cry a lot. And I'm just, I'm in tune with my emotions. I know when I feel happy, sad, mad, angry, hungry hangry all of that right but as a kid i remember it was always identified as nitu's too sensitive or nitu's um too emotional or nitu always cries or Nithu. no one it was always looked at as a bad thing i would like suppress them because i thought being too if i showed them i'd be too sensitive or too emotional which is a bad thing but how's that a bad thing i've i've went through that already um as a kid I express anger through crying and I yeah. really made it a joke. So when, when you're a boy, you're a guy, whatever, they're like, oh, you're not, you're supposed to be this tough guy or, you know, masculinity, you know, yeah, all that stuff. Um, and, and people laughed at it. So I don't know what happened through the years. I just, I stopped crying altogether. I can't express. That's one emotion I can't do. Hmm. I literally can't cry. The only thing that makes me cry is onions. <laughs> I can cut onions and cry, but other than that, I cannot. Like, <laughs> we have to you could punch me, you would make me angry. I literally can't cry. You gotta, you gotta stab me in, in, the, in the leg or something, bro. Oh my god! Like, I'm, I'm serious. Please don't. Like, please nobody stab him, please. <laughs> please, 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 please <laughs> you want to be <laughs> No, you could ask my sister. I, I, I can't, I can't express that emotion, and I fear that sometimes. I'm like, mm-hmm. when my parents pass away, will, will I cry? Yeah. And, and, and it kind of scares me at times. I'm like, is, is something wrong with me? Yeah, I don't know. Um, now, I, I like I, I don't get choked up. I do definitely, right? But there's no like, tears coming out of my eyes, or mm. something, right? And I, I, think feel, I feel it. I go silent, and 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 that's what I mean. I yeah, go, go to that silent state where I'm like, just just let me be on my own. Let me be in my little bubble, and just I'll be fine. Yeah, you know? and I think it is. I think a lot of that is like our families yeah, unintentionally teaching us emotions are are bad. When a kid did the right? When she's consoling her child, she says, Oh, or you don't cry, or kids don't cry, or good kids don't cry. How many times have I heard or uh, you know, like why can't I cry? Like they're basically saying that good kids don't cry. So that in return, crying is bad which it's not um it seems easy oh yeah you can cry you can laugh it's it's not that easy no and i feel like that's just the thing and i i'm always number one advocate and i'm gonna leave links to this i leave links to every single in the details of every single podcast episode therapy is a beautiful thing i recommend it to everybody because you never know i think people have a very negative thought process when it comes to therapy like oh i don't need to talk to a shrink shrink so they're gonna manipulate me and make me do something that i don't want to do that's not what they do they truly just are there to listen to you because sometimes it's nice to have an unbiased not related to the situation not related to you not related to anybody you're talking about to talk out and figure out what's really going on in your life why are you feeling the way you're feeling because 
emotions, grief, all of this is a very complex thing. Um, it's nothing that I'm a professional about. So anything that we're talking about today, me and Amin are by no means professionals. We I will always say this in the disclaimer. If you need support, reach out to those links. But I think, again, like Amin said, what I would hope from our community is be open to emotions. Don't tell your children not to feel a certain type of way. Um, if anything, let them work through it and talk to them about it and talk to them about death and dying and what that means. Um, and then again, like asking what the other person who's grieving's boundaries are. And then the person grieving, making sure what your bound, you know what your boundaries are. If there's a day that you don't want to talk to somebody, that's all, that's all fine. Go like you can ask for that. And I think as people, we have to be be more accepting of like if this person is saying that they don't want to be around anybody today it's nothing personal they just are not in that physical capacity to talk to me this is the most serious conversation i think amin and i have had on this podcast actually all of our conversations are really good and serious but this is like more serious <laughs> yeah i think so but that, <laughs> the other ones are me just ranting um yeah i'm not a professional in anything i'm telling you guys right now don't do not come for my throat do not stab me in the leg or something yes please don't yeah. he was just joking i was just, just I saying him. i'm not really he's the only person that. that likes to come back on my podcast <laughs> my next episode we will be talking a little bit more about burnout so that's a good episode but um that's all for today Amin, do you have any last words are you gonna come back Yes, I'll come back if she ever calls me back. You know, she just drags me in every time. I do. But uh, yo, hit five stars on, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It helps go up up the charts. You know, we got to get this on the top. That's so neat. I'm telling you, it is that so neat, people. You know, it's up to my channel. I don't have one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally going to use that Amin, as my uh, hype uh, outro after every single thing. Yes, please, please go share this. Go comment. Go like it on Apple Podcasts. Go like it on Spotify Podcasts. It's about getting the word out. And um, really, we're here to spread awareness and talk about things that are hard to talk about in a lighter manner so please share and send me any feedback that you have thanks amen for coming yeah, thank you bye, bye everyone bye. we'll see you next time